Hello, and welcome to the latest instalment of Investnex's weekly energy market update with Head of Commodities, Carol McPherson. Hello everyone, it is the 16th of August today and I'm here with Callum. How are you doing today? Very well, yourself, Toby? Yeah, I'm good. Not too bad, thank you. So let's uh, kick off. Just like the start of last week, Brent is under $70 per barrel. What do you make of the failure to bounce back? Well, I think Brent is in quite a difficult position technically now. Um, it's been losing momentum since... Um, really June when um, we, we saw a high near $78 per barrel. Um, the market's now back around the 100-day moving average, which is just under $70, or just over $70 per barrel, whereas the low this morning is just over $69 per barrel. Um, so the risk now is, is that we uh, have a break th- lower and maybe break through the recent lows, which are around uh, $67.50. Uh, and then there's a possibility of falling back towards the 200-day average and, and, and also breaking a the long-term uptrend, um, which goes back to the, sort of the depths of the COVID pandemic. And, and these sort of levels sit around the in, in the mid-60s. Um, so although uh, short-term fundamentals arguably are looking more supportive, and we had Biden calling up uh, OPEC last week to complain about um, the uh, output because uh, US gasoline prices are so high. But um, longer term, it's less clear. I think it's starting to weigh on prices now. So talking of fundamentals, the International Energy Agency published its latest monthly last week with downward revisions to oil demand forecasts due to the spread of the Delta variant. Can you talk us through that? Well, for the current quarter, uh, demand expectations have been reduced very significantly by about 700 uh, thousand barrels per day and about 500,000 barrels per day in the fourth quarter. Now, these are basically the IEA scaling back their expectations for demand growth rather than cutting um, the, the, their forecast relative to current levels of demand. So, so they're expecting demand to grow less strongly over the remainder of this year. Um, and also next year that they've revised down their forecast there a little bit by 200,000 barrels per day. Um, now, even based on the previous report before these these uh, revisions, it looked challenging, I think, for OPEC Plus to increase output and raise their production baselines uh, as they announced at the last meeting. But that clearly looks even more difficult now. Um, and, and overall, the IEA expects that the amount that OPEC needs to produce to balance the market uh, next year to be only 27.1 million barrels per day, which is just slightly higher than they forecast it would need to produce this year. And if you compare that to current output, which is 26.68 million barrels per day, according to the IEA's forecast, uh, basically what the IEA is telling us is that OPEC is is currently producing about as much, at about the rate it will need to produce for uh, now and for next year as well in order to balance the market. So there isn't really room for OPEC to increase output in, in the way it is planning to do. Um, and, and the only way presumably for that to happen is, is for prices to fall to a level that um, uh, disincentivizes non-OPEC output uh, and then prevent provides the room for, for OPEC to, to increase prices. So it, it it becomes when when read you know, the the implication of what the IA is telling us 
um, makes you question whether oil prices can remain at this uh, sort of 70-ish dollar per barrel level uh, into next year. Okay, now moving on to gas. The market in Europe has been extraordinarily strong for the last couple of months. Um, but last week came close to record highs for the UK gas front contract. What is going on here? Well, I think the thing that's been particularly changing and uh, pushing the, this, this market to fresh highs over the last couple of weeks has been a reduction in pipe gas supply from Russia. Um, and, and, and this continued to, to, to drop uh, in the last week. So if you look at the, the, the flows coming through the Malno gas terminal, which is where um, piped gas from Russia um, comes into Germany via Poland, that that's the, the the flows through that pipeline have dropped by about three quarters uh, since the end of end of July. So this is a really significant reduction in gas supplies to to to, to Europe, and the consequence of that has been that that we continue to see um, inventories of of gas in uh, uh, European gas storage hubs, um, particularly Holland, for example, at way below the levels you would expect for this time of year. Uh, normally, um, gas inventory would be building up during the summer, clearly a period of, of uh, typically low demand relative to the winter. Uh, and yet we've heard uh, Bloomberg reporting that um, Gazprom is actually withdrawing gas from storage in some of its Euro European storage sites uh, to com compensate for the lower flows it's receiving from, from Russia in, in just in order to meet current demand. Um, so this is a very worrying uh, thing to be happening when we look through forward to to, to this winter and and uh, the, the possibility that we might have a, a very cold winter. Um, why is this happening? Well, it's really hard not to conclude that, that this has got something to do with with uh, the, the Russians being keen to get their their new pipeline project Nord Stream Two finished, which of course has been very uh, controversial. In a, in a number of ways. Um, this has also had a, a, a predictable knock-on effect to other markets such as power and carbon prices. We didn't quite reach a new high in carbon last week. Uh, it did go back up to, to over 58 euros per metric ton and uh, we also saw um, power prices very, very significant, significantly higher too. Um, UK prices over, the, over this winter for example are now at 110 pounds per megawatt hour, so a really extraordinary level for the entire season to be trading at, and, and a situation that's repeated across uh, European power hubs. Lovely. Thank you for the update, Callum. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the latest instalment of Investex Energy Market Update with Callum McPherson. If you would like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, feel free to drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit vestec.com slash commodities. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.